Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell, registered dietitian and personal trainer. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. We cut the baloney of the food shaming and focus on making healthy habits that work for you. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hello and welcome to another episode. We're on a roll with these solo episodes and I just kind of keep going with it. Don't worry, I have a bunch of interviews with some special guests coming on um, with all different backgrounds that I'm so excited to share. Oh my gosh. Um, but today we are going to talk uh, about a topic that I was thinking about for the past week. And again, whatever I'm thinking about, the subject just keeps moving on top of the other. So it just gets booted to number one. Um, the other day, I did share a post on how the week was kind of kind of crazy. It threw me for a loop. I'm not going to lie. Um, kids were sick and just knowing what to do, where to go, and all the craziness and everything else, um, I wasn't prepared, okay? And needless to say, yes, a little stress, but you know, that's just that's just how it happens. And during the week, I just wanted to find some comfort, <laughs> some little me time, and that was through the food. The food gave me that little spark of joy. It made me take a breath and breathe. It helped me sit down and just find some little happiness. I've heard that food should only be used as a fueling source and not have the connection with emotions. But you got to think about it. We celebrate with food. We connect with family through food, friends. We have traditions, cultural connections, and so much more that carries us through the good times. And food is always there. I mean, when there's a party or a get together, what is one of your first thoughts? What am I going to bring? What am I going to make, right? And as we have these celebrations or events come up. For example, like last weekend, we kicked off college football season. Oh my gosh, my family and I were super excited to have it finally here. And when I think about college football, hello, tailgating. Tailgating is like the best of both worlds. Good food, outdoor fun, and football. And just even thinking about football made me excited about food. And even though I was personally not going tailgating, I got to thinking, what am I going to make at home? Should I make a special dip or find a new drink? I know even my college roommates had the same idea watching the game as they were talking about their special buffalo dip or chili. I mean, that is prime tailgate food. Tailgating it was probably the highlight of my college career. Not going to lie. Those weekends were so much fun, which is why I probably still get excited to think about them after so many years. So with that, as we think about food in the happy and in the stressful times, I was definitely in the mindset of finding that comfort through food and just give me all the chocolate muffins 
and pumpkin spice lattes and I'll find my happiness. However, I say this and know there's a slippery slope for many because eating whatever and whenever and how much can be some discomfort and it can kind of distort the relationship with food. So how do you find that balance to know when to put the brakes on and know how to fully enjoy food with all your senses? We could call that intuitive eating and that's where it kind of plays into. As we become more aware of our inner feelings with food, we make peace with food, we find freedom with food, and we are in tune with those internal hunger cues. And this is what I would like to remind everyone or or address four types of hunger. This is from the Intuitive Eating book by two registered dietitians. Um, The intuitive eating is not a new concept. It has been studied for over 25 years and the book is on its fourth edition. I even studied it in my junior year of college which was probably 2001, 2002, around there. So a long time ago. There is an entire chapter on coping with your emotions with kindness. But I want to briefly talk about the four types of hunger. Okay. The first type, physical hunger. Physical hunger is the biological need to eat. I've heard this as being referred to as the gaslight in your car, the light that says, hey, it's time to refuel. And those signs could be maybe your stomach is growling or even extreme light, lightheadedness, shakiness, even crankiness. I think we've all had or seen these before. Um, I like to think of this hunger as after you finish shopping, like at Ikea, <laughs> The first time my husband and I went to Ikea, which was probably 13 years ago, we had no idea what this store was about. So we started in one part of the store and then we ended up at the finish line. We did not know that's how it worked. And I remember leaving the store and being so shaky. We were so hungry. Now we should have eaten there, but little did we know. We didn't know there was food there. We were just trying to get out and get some food. So lesson learned. Um, So you can call the physical hunger, Ikea hunger. It's a real physical hunger. Now, the second one is taste hunger. Taste hunger is the craving for a specific food or flavor. It's eating what sounds good at a meal, a snack, or even after a meal. Have you ever finished a meal and you start looking through the freezer or pantry for something sweet? That's what I do. (laughs) This is honoring your taste hunger because you could physically be full, but it's still okay to eat. The third type of hunger is emotional hunger. Yes. (laughs) Emotional hunger is the desire to eat to meet an emotional need. It's often referred to as emotional eating. Yeah, you've heard of that. Eating for emotional reasons It's not bad in itself. However, it can be troublesome. You know, if we're using food as that coping tool to make everything better, that's where it gets a little tricky. Um, We can go through our emotions, including boredom, celebration, or as a coping mechanism. And there may be some questions to ask yourself at that time, such as, am I physically hungry? Is this taste hunger? 
What emotion led me to food? How can I be compassionate to myself? How is this serving me or how is this harming me? Yes, many questions to consider, but if you can pinpoint that it is emotional eating, I think that's a big win. Getting to know your triggers, where you fall on that slope of eating is important. For many, this is totally fine, but for others, it may lead to other problems. So something to be aware of. And the fourth and final type of hunger is practical hunger. Practical hunger is planned hunger. It is not being physically hungry right now, but you know that if you don't eat, you will be hungry later and you need to eat for practical reasons such as schedules and so forth. This concept seems to be hard for my kids to do, probably because they are the 100% intuitive eaters listening to their bodies, whereas for me, it's much easier. Oh, we need to eat? Sure, I'll eat. (laughs) Great example of this is the first days of school. The first couple of weeks, my kiddos have not been physically hungry because it's a new schedule or not hungry because of nerves. And just the other day, I told my daughter, you have PE first thing in the morning. Eat a little something because you said you felt awful after PE. Eat something now. But easier said than done. For myself, I'm all about practical hunger because I tend to use this hunger as a way to not let My hunger get too out of control when you are on a schedule. Like, I better have a snack now because I have time and I know I won't be able to eat until I get home for dinner. And that's the time when I get like crazily hungry and I just want to eat my arm off while making dinner. Yeah, does that happen to anyone else? (laughs) Um, So... Those are just kind of the generalizations. I know there's a lot more information for that. But as I wanted to eat with my emotions, I uh, was looking through something and these four types of hunger popped up and I'm like, "Ah, these are so good to just remember, to realize, to be aware about. So let's go over them real quick. We have physical hunger, which is Ikea hungry, taste hunger, Searching for something in the pantry that's sweet, that sounds good. Emotional hunger and practical hunger, something that is planned. So just a little review on those four types of hunger, uh, referring them to the intuitive eating book. I will share the link and the information for that if you are interested. Um I am rereading that again and so many little good points. I have it on audio and I have it in physical book as well. So I'll listen to it and then I'll go back and underline um, the good points about it in the book. So yeah, so think about your emotions. Think about these types of hunger and let me know what you think. This is another little quick episode for today, but we will be back with more interviews to come. And thank you so much for joining me on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.